Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. The Dodgers fan also asked me if I'm a golfer, and I said, yes. And I looked down, I'm wearing my Bell Reeve 2018 PGA Championship shirt, that's why. He asked the question, I am really enjoying Dan Reardon, and welcome to the show, our senior golf editor, the fact that the PGA Championship is so competitive. I feel like we're part of the club, you know, St. Louis, because we've had a couple now, uh, we're, and most recently a very successful one. The PGA Championship is connected to us, so I enjoy that as much as any major now. Even more so because the third-round leader is the guy that won here in St. Louis. No question. Brooks Kepka, who won back-to-backs in 2018-2019. He won at Beth Page. And, I mean, who else has won three PGAs? Tiger, Jack, is that about it? I'd have to research that. And you have to go. You have to actually go back. To, Walter Hagen certainly has won more than that because in the match play era, he won multiple PGA championships. But uh, in the stroke play era, three sounds pretty good to me. Yeah, pretty good, and he's been good. Now, yesterday was a heck of a day where he was sitting around fourth there for a while, and uh, Connors was leading the way. Hovland was up in there, so was Justin Rose. But Brooks Kepka had that look about him, and he's not going to play defensively. He's going to be aggressive. He's going to go after it. He's trying to win this thing. The Wanamaker Trophy, one of the most beautiful trophies in the sport, and if he plays like this, he's going to take it. Well, you know, it- it, it all boils down to the golf course. You know, you're not playing against the field. You're playing against the golf course in, in every instance in the game of golf. Uh, I looked at the early uh, players out, and quite a few of the players out early are over par on their rounds. There's two things that this golf course has left in it after all the rains that we saw yesterday. The one is it looks like they're not playing left-cleaning places, which, which is what I expected. And so mud balls, which will be roll of the dice. You never know if you're going to bring up mud or not, but mud balls will be a factor. The other thing I think you need to watch, Tom, is the Donald Ross greens, from my experience, don't dry out evenly. And so the high ground areas where the pins are cut at the back of the, the, the holes or on the high grounds are going to be dangerous areas for the players to be too aggressive with because they're going to be fooled on a couple of occasions if they take it all the way to the flagstick because it'll be dry enough that it'll bounce over and then you can't score from over the greens. So Brooks will be aggressive. But I sort of like the, the, the Corey Connors approach, which is find the middle of the green and then play to the hole from there. Connors shot 70 yesterday. How did his round go? What was going on there? He had a couple of things, one ball that disappeared. I didn't, didn't see it. Yeah, but for one swing, he'd be leading this championship. He put a ball uh, in the bunker and then bladed it into the uh, face of the bunker, took double bogey on that hole and shot uh, even par 70. But uh, – one swing that doesn't go in the bunker, and he's in at seven under par, and people are chasing him. And if Connors can continue to drive the ball in the machine-like fashion that he's done, he'll remain in the chase. You know, he likes the fact that these greens are a little slower. That's the weakest part of his game. And he can, he can rely on two-putting and one-putting when he gets a chance to be competitive. Victor Hoblin will be an interesting case because he lacks the experience to deal with these circumstances, not only the pressure of playing for a major title, but also the, the variables, the, the wet ground, the wet rough, um, those kinds of things. 
And give Hovland credit, one of the big weaknesses in his game has been his, his uh, ability around the greens, particularly out of bunkers, and he's played very well out of the bunkers so far this week. This uh, the PGA Championship at Oak Hill, which is just outside of Rochester, New York, where the weather started in the 30s, and then it swung into rain after a frost delay, and then some rain and sun poked out, and then more rain and a gusher yesterday, and now today, wonderful conditions. At least we'll see if the golf course can dry out in parts. Dan Reardon is with us to talk about it. Who does this also favor? I do wonder that if he is on his game, if Bryson DeChambeau can make a run here. He's three back and certainly capable. What do you think about Bryson? I think Bryson falls into the category of Kepka and, and Scotty Scheffler and, and Rory McIlroy. This course now, its playability is going to favor the longer hitters. They are able to land the ball in the fairway and not fear that it will run into the rough, and the rough will continue to be a problem. So, Kep, so for DeChambeau, uh, yesterday he got, a, he got a little crooked from times, but the fact that he's here after three days, you know, everybody. I, I thought that maybe that first round 66 was an outlier and that we, he would come back to earth, and he did a little bit. But um, if, if he's able to keep the ball in play, he can no longer play bomb, bomb and gouge on this golf course. He has to find fairways and, and then continue to putt. He's putted reasonably well. He's particularly good, I think, inside 10 feet with his putter, a little unorthodox. But, uh, you know, I, I have to say I think Bryson's the real deal. I do, too. Rory McIlroy is right back in it. I mean, he's five back, and as you mentioned, big hitters, they can make up some ground on this course. They are at an advantage. Paired with Rory McIlroy is Michael Block, who went to Parkway Central. He went to UMSL. He is a teaching pro at Mission Viejo, California's Arroyo Trabuco Golf Club. And he's also paired with Rory in the PGA Championship. And if he finishes top 10, Dan, he'll be in the U.S. Open, won't he? And if he finishes top four, he'll be in the Masters. Uh, there's, there's a lot on the line. <clears throat> you know, I, I read his quotes afterwards, and I, I like the sort of brash approach that he has. He talked about he's capable of going out and shooting three or four under. He's not giving anything up to the leaders. I hope that's just talk and not strategy. Because what Michael Block really has on the line here is he has a chance to earn anywhere from a quarter of a million to a half million dollars by staying in a position in the top ten. This will be a very trying day for him. He needs a good start. But, you know, he's thrown 70-70-70 at the course. I I think he should be really happy if he can throw a 70-71 and walk away with that check and the fame that goes with it. You know, he can go out and qualify for the U.S. Open. He has that kind of ability. He's done it in the past. He can go out and qualify for the PGA next year. Uh, he's done that in the past. What he has not done in the past is play on the weekend a major championship, and he has not played the final day starting in the top ten. And you got to take advantage of that financially as much as you have to take advantage of it competitively. He is four years away from turning 50, which would put him at uh, the PGA Tour champions level if he would like to, and which would mean that could be another compelling story for the Ascension Charity Classic. If I'm jumping ahead of myself, but if he starts to stack up a couple of these, by the time he rolls into the Ascension, he'll be a pretty popular guy. I mean, they are all over him in Rochester. And you have to understand, Mike, uh, Michael Block is not a newcomer to being successful in this game. Last year, he was the PGA Professional of the Year. He qualified for this tournament by winning the 
the club professional championship. I think this is his seventh major t- championship that he's played in. This is a guy he's played in tour events on sponsors exemptions. This is a guy that's seen the action a lot. He's not your typical club pro. pro. He's a guy that can play and has played well when the circumstances are presented. But I go back to, again, saying that I hope, I hope that his caddy has nailed his feet to the ground and, and that he doesn't let the crowds and the excitement and all these circumstances enter into what has been a really beautiful story for the first three days and could continue to be a beautiful story with a solid finish today. Yeah, the reaction that he had when he was told that he was going to be paired with Rory, he said, what, huh, what? And, and he, had, he still asked the interviewer who actually broke the news to him. He had to be reminded a few times, is this really happening? He also, though, looked very calm and pretty comfortable, I'd say, wearing AirPods and being interviewed by Trevor Immelman and Jim Nance, just strolling down the fairway. And then he hit and stuck one right on the green and did it again the following hole. Uh, I remember him hitting the first tee shot at the 100th PGA Championship at Belle Reve. And he, again, went to Parkway Central, which is just down the street. And he said, boy, I just hope I get it off the tee. He was extremely nervous back then, but did such a wonderful job and uh, hit one down the middle. Yeah, like I said, it's a great story, Tom. Regardless of how it turns out today, it's a great story. And I, I think we're going to have a really entertaining final day because the golf course is dangerous and yet vulnerable at the same time. And that means there will be guys climbing the board, and that means there will be guys sliding down the board. Who those players will be, only time will tell. You know, I like Kepka as a leader. I, I fear a guy that's gone 66-66 can't go out and do that again. And I think there's a 66 sitting somewhere in the top 10. I love the stories. I love talking about it with you. And I appreciate the time very much, Dan Reardon. Thank you. And enjoy the PGA Championship as we will as well this afternoon. Enjoy the Tom. Brooks Kepka, one-shot lead at the PGA Championship at Oak Hill. We'll take a break from Ballpark Village. Cardinals Nation is where we are. Table's starting to get filled up here, and it certainly will. Big crowd expected here on a Sunday afternoon. See if the Cardinals can win this series. Big crowd coming to Madison, Illinois in two weeks. Worldwide Technology Raceway, the Enjoy Illinois 300. NASCAR Cup Series driver Tyler Reddick will join us next on KMOX. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 